Hi, it's Cheryl Atkinson with another audio presentation. I hope you'll leave feedback by commenting on this page, CherylAckison.com, and press the share button on Facebook and Twitter. It seems to me a lot of debate about a border wall is centered on semantics. A fence is okay, just don't call it a wall. After all, that's hurtful. When I was covering Capitol Hill for CBS News in 2006, the same semantic debate was underway. That's why they ended up calling a law that they passed the Secure Fence Act. Look it up. It's very interesting. It called for hundreds of miles of at least two layers of reinforced fencing. Analysts said at the time it would cost $50 billion over 25 years. Makes me picture one little guy all by himself trying to build the whole wall. Well, anyway, they put aside $1.4 billion for starters. Some fencing and wall were built, but it fizzled out. Fast forward to today. I've done a lot of stories along the U.S.-Mexico border, but I haven't really studied the issue of a border wall to any great extent, meaning what would be the cost? Does a wall work? So it was strange to me that even I, as a casual observer, began noticing inconsistencies in reporting by those who were doing stories on the wall and in politicians discussing it. Even before the current debate, it seems like every few weeks another reporter or political operative or pundit does one of several things. They debate the virtues and vices of a border wall as if factually President Trump's plan calls for building a hard wall along the entire 2,000 miles of southern border. They imply the only thing Trump proposed to solve border security is a wall. They argue by saying such things as a wall alone won't solve the problem. Or there's a story that portrays as breaking news that Trump admits there doesn't really need to be a wall along the entire 2,000-mile southern border. But no sooner do they break that news than they're back at insisting Trump's plan is to build a wall along the entire 2,000-mile southern border. Without taking a position here, I think the debate still needs to be held and the reporting should contain, seems to me, accurate facts. What's the starting point? What's Trump's position on how much wall or fence is needed? First, Trump has consistently said, as other Republicans and Democrats agree, a wall is just a piece of the border security puzzle. There isn't disagreement on that, although it's often still debated as if there is. But what about whether Trump's plan is for a wall along the entire border or something else? And if it's something else, is it because Trump changed his mind, flip-flopped under pressure? Well, I did research to try to answer some of these questions. Let's go back to July 23, 2015, three and a half years ago. Way back then, candidate Trump, I found, was talking about natural barriers as an alternative to the wall in some places. He talked about that during his visit then to the border town of Laredo, Texas. I know this because Laredo Mayor Pete Sines told me when I visited there for a border story last year. Mayor Sines told me, Trump asked me how I felt about the wall. I told him with all due respect it was offensive to Mexico. He listened. Sines says Trump ended up agreeing that areas with natural barriers like the Rio Grande River, quote, may not take a wall or be conducive to having a wall. A month later, Trump said the same thing on August 20, 2015, in an interview with Fox Business's Mornings with Maria. 
He said it two months later in October 2015 to an international audience during the CNBC Republican primary debate. He said it again on December 3, 2015, as reported in the National Journal. Then, two months after that, in February 2016, candidate Trump repeated himself to MSNBC host Tamron Hall. He said, quote, Of the 2,000 miles, we don't need 2,000. We need 1,000 because we have natural barriers. So it's kind of weird that after all of that, on July 13, 2017, the Los Angeles Times reported the surprise, though it wasn't a surprise actually, that Trump had, quote, scaled back the pledge to build a wall along the entire border. Here they quoted Trump as saying, quote, you don't need 2,000 miles of wall because you have a lot of natural barriers. You have mountains. You have some rivers that are violent and vicious. You'll need anywhere from 700 to 900 miles. The quote was accurate, but the notion that it was the first time or some sort of surprise that Trump had said so was not accurate. At a September 2017 rally, once again, Trump said, quote, We're going to have as much wall as we need. You have a lot of natural barriers. You're going to build a wall in the middle of a river? You don't need the wall on a mountain. You have a mountain, which is a wall. Each time that Trump has said that a wall may not be needed where there are natural barriers, some in the media reported it as a turnabout, a surprise, a waffle, a switcheroo, a big scoop. So, in January 2018, there was the media surprise once again, surprised by Trump's consistent statement. From coast to coast, reporters had the big news. President Trump, they said, had backed down from his famous demand for a wall along the entire southern border. Now, mind you, this is January 2018. Trump has been saying the same thing for years, but Mediaite called it a bombshell. Quote, Trump waffles on border. We don't need a 2,000-mile wall, read the Mediaite headline. The article went on to describe the president's supposed shift that a wall isn't needed along portions of the border where there are natural barriers. CNN concurred. Trump's border wall may be shorter than first advertised, the article said in a headline. The CNN article quoted members of Congress, including Senator James Lankford, a Republican of Oklahoma, who agreed that Trump had, quote, backed off of any kind of description that he's looking for any sea to shining sea, fence, or wall. I don't mean to pick on particular media outlets. So many have made the same mistake for three and a half years. Last July, it happened again. It was apparently the very first that BuzzFeed seemed to hear of Trump's supposedly new but not really new position on the wall. Trump just said there's actually no need for a full border wall, BuzzFeed reported, as if in shock. The Guardian, the BBC, U.S. News & World Report, and Reuters all follow suit last July. Trump says wall may not need to cover entire U.S.-Mexico border, wrote Reuters. Quote, President Donald Trump says the wall he wants to build on the 2,000-mile U.S.-Mexico frontier may not need to cover the entire border because of existing natural barriers. For some reason, this was news to them. I just don't understand reporters writing entire articles and failing to do a simple fact check or 
at least query the White House, if nothing else, to try to know their subject matter. This shows they haven't even listened to candidate Trump's positions in the past or President Trump's positions. They're not even familiar with them, yet they're representing them in news articles. It's pretty worrisome since they're covering him. That would have gotten me an F in journalism college and a one-way ticket to an alternate career choice. What else are national reporters reporting on that they have no idea about? As recently as December 28, 2018, Congressman Beto O'Rourke tweeted out a video that claimed definitively, as if an established fact, that President Trump's wall would block access to the Rio Grande River. The media didn't point out the lack of support for O'Rourke's claim, and ironically, they claim that Trump's consistent statement is inconsistent. Now, President Trump is hardly precise or consistent in his wording on many topics, but on this point, he's been relatively steady. It's we in the media who have proven to be embarrassingly lacking in precision and accuracy. Unfortunately, we're seeing more and more of this type of fact-finding and debate. Too often, what you see and read and hear, even in some of the most formerly well-respected national outlets, simply isn't true or is out of context or isn't the whole story. I hope I gave you some information that you didn't otherwise know so that when you listen to discussions about the border, you're armed with some real facts. Do me a favor and leave me your feedback as a comment on this page. I'll be looking into producing a more professional version of regular podcasts in the future after seeing the appetite for these samples. If you're interested in sponsoring a podcast, write to me at info at CherylAckison.com for details. Thanks for listening. Do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself. This is the Black Friday special for the holiday season. Just for my listeners, the Clean Phone, the top brand in UV sanitizing, is now offering their top rated, top selling, best reviewed wand product at 50% off and free two-day shipping. That's a great deal. The Clean Phone Wand is a handheld UV sanitizer that helps you eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and kill viruses in seconds on virtually any surface. It uses the same proven sanitizing technology employed by hospitals. Who wouldn't want that in your home? You can use it on packages, groceries, keyboards, tablets, money. Take it with you everywhere at 50% off and free two-day shipping. For a limited time, it's the perfect gift for anyone who needs it. It's super portable and with days of battery life, you can take it anywhere and make sure your environment is clean and safe. COVID cases are on the rise, so get the Clean Phone Wand at 50% off right now, and they'll take 60% off a second wand. That's a great holiday gift for your family and your friends. So go to justthenewshop.com, that's justthenewshop.com, and get your Clean Phone Wand right now. This is an early Black Friday special, so don't miss out. Go to justthenewshop.com right now.